0: What you are about to hear is a comedy program. It is not meant to be taken seriously. If you do, we still love you. But you are a moron. Enjoy.
1: David Steves. Uh, But the person who really got me into comedy was uh... Boy George in Culture Club. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's cause <laughs> they it had that song in the eighties. It went it went a little something like this. It was comma, 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 come, a, come, a, come, a, come a, become a comedian. Yes. Ah, yes. <laughs> I only used that twice on stage, but it's worked both times.
2: <laughs> and then somebody came up to me and was like, like, I'll it. pay
1: you five dollars if you never say that on stage again. i was like, Okay. <laughs> Joke's on him, that asshole hasn't meant to an open mic since. So
2: uh well that's all right. I'll I, you know what, David, I'll I'll give you ten.
1: John Batch. I, I like that where uh, you
2: draw the line.
1: I you're like, damn it, they're not paying their performers. Right I'm Listen, out of here. I,
2: you know, if 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 a girl wants to do any sort of, of nasty, awful shit, have you know bucket loads of, of cum dumped on her face, wants to, you know, eat ass, do whatever she wants to do, that's fine and, and God bless her. But I'm gonna pay her and make sure she gets paid uh, well for that as much as I can. <laughs>
0: this is good versus evil
1: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to good versus evil a comic discussion of the end times (laughs) as always on the good side of things david (laughs) steves and i'm the evil (laughs) side
2: john batch uh david it is good to see you my friend good to hear your voice uh we're finally knocking out the uh the tagline. I appreciate that. You're uh, you're getting
1: that uh, pretty down pat. <laughs> I don't know why I paused. I just I can't I can't look at you when the pressure is on. This is like looking well, into somebody's eyes when they're ready to go, you know. I can't make eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, that's that's tough, man. Yeah, well, that's fair. <laughs> Good Staring deal. into an Adonis.
2: Well, um, I mean, if you if you've seen some of the videos I we've uh, Cam and I have been putting out, you'd know that's not true. Uh, there's well, been pl- I, I just want of-
1: I want to let you know those Greek sculptures have lied. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Damn it!
2: So how was your week, my friend?
1: Your weekend? Um, it was so yeah the weekend was great um i didn't have my kids which is always kind of a bummer but i got to do like a a soak and float down a river okay uh 10 out of 10 10, highly recommend so a couple of my friends um emily moe who actually runs a show out here in portage at lowdown comedy show she invited me out and she was like hey you don't have anything going on and they like set up the floats and you just sit on the floats, and we had like two different coolers, and we had a radio, and we just floated down the river for five nice. hours. It, nice, it was incredible. It was incredible. It was <laughs> so nice.
2: That's beautiful, man. I love it. It's, yeah, we're we're gonna be doing something similar. Well, we're gonna be um, not quite white water rafting, river rafting uh, here in the next couple of weeks. So.
1: Like, river, like on our so a raft, like whitewater rafting, or like well, are you guys
2: gonna be like floating float like we did. We're gonna be in uh, canoes and kayaks. So, uh, oh nice. Demi and I are are getting our own kayaks because we're both Type A personalities, and there's no way we could do a do a double. You know, we'd be we'd be breaking up the
1: you know within hours. So, Dude, <laughs> but I feel that like i did a canoe trip with my ex-wife and the writing was on the wall (laughs) for both of us (laughs) but that is a great i mean i'm glad you guys know that about each other to not you know
2: right right to not do that ahead of time yeah because that's going to be because we're going to be drinking we're going to be doing you know um i don't know exactly where we're going to be i i assume we're going to be in the grand river just going downtown grand rapids um no, i don't know that would be i can only they imagine. allow
1: kayakers on that
2: uh we're gonna find out i guess I don't know. That, would, that
1: would be beautiful um so we went to hastings there's a okay. nice uh parts in hastings where there's like a one hour part of it and we drove up to do a longer part of it and okay. uh, these people have been doing it every because it's one of the rare things you do about social distancing yeah. and so um yeah i was like that's i mean it was a lot of fun
2: yeah that's that's incredible man that's 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 awesome. I uh, yeah I had an interesting weekend myself. I uh, so, I mean my my weekend. You know I I will do comedy or I'll work on different comedy projects, differently. So my I don't really right. have a a weekend. You know what I mean? But usually I'll take Mondays off and and try to relax a little bit there. Right. So um, Monday uh, I took the day off. Um, I Ended up going out to the bar doing some drinking. Um, All right. Which yeah it is what it is. Now here's the thing. I was wearing sandals right because number one it's it's hot out it's it's warm you know you want to let things breathe a little bit but also yeah. i um i had, uh, my big toe was infected because i had gotten i had clipped the nail a little too close and Ooh. and it just it, not infected infected but it started like pussing up a little bit so i said okay I'll, I'll I'll let that breathe out plus i'm gonna show everybody it's pretty cool to look at you know uh, no, it's not. <laughs> Nobody wants to <laughs>
1: see that.
2: But anyway, oh. <laughs> so I got a little drunk, right? And I go to the the bar, ba-
1: <laughs> go to the bathroom. Got a little drunk.
2: <laughs> go to the bathroom in the bar, and I, I won't say what bar it is because I want to protect them. But the the bathroom here, uh, it was just a, it was just kind of a gross bathroom. It just hadn't been cleaned in a minute, you know, whatever. Um, the only toilet they had available was uh, was like a regular toilet, not like a urinal, but like a regular, you know, you lift the seat, that sort of thing. Mm. So uh, – and as a guy, I'm sure you've been in this situation uh, before. And you know, when you see see that and the, the toilet seat is down, it's kind of gross to look at. Instead of using your hand, what do you – you use your foot, right? You use your shoe and you lift it up, uh, mm. lift up the, the toilet or seat. Well,
1: you don't visit shitty bars. That's
2: <laughs> oh, please. We're, you're you're shitty, 33, John. <laughs> shitty bars are my life, man. What are you talking about? Uh, but anyway, well, so I go to I go to lift the, the toilet seat up with my foot, but I forgot that I was wearing sandals. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> so I lift it up basically with my bare foot <laughs> with, the, with the infected toe <laughs> on it already. <laughs> and so oh now my, my, God. My, my toe is covered now John in. John like, doesn't have a toe. John doesn't right. have a toe
1: anymore. You guys.
2: He got it got <laughs> Covered with like like you know, there's like pea particles on it and there's like a stray hair on there that I'm not sure where it's from. Yeah. Uh, that was, so that was a good time. Yeah. I should, I do probably need to go to the doctor and get that checked out to be honest, but, uh, <laughs> dude, so that that's, was, uh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, De- uh is a very lucky woman. Um, <laughs> as, as your
1: toe recovered have you put some like neosporin on it or something oh
2: yeah yeah you want to see it's looking pretty good
1: it's uh no i don't want to see. just a simple yes would work okay yeah no it's it's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
2: Uh, no it's it's doing fine now so we'll uh we'll see i'm keeping an eye on it. if it starts to change colors I'll, I'll uh talk to the doctor but
1: nice but what did you work on for your comedy on saturday and sunday uh so let's see here so um well, Friday night I
2: I had that show in uh, Akron. Oh, so how was that? That was that was really good. It was it was it was enjoyable. It was um I'll I'll tell you it was it was interesting because um my you, the the crowd I was like I was third. It was a showcase, right? So I was doing like 12 minutes and I was third. Nice. And the first two people, I mean they were good. They were funny, but the crowd just wasn't into it and it is what it is but it was a very cold crowd they weren't there to laugh right so i i i get up and the very first thing i do is the same joke you've heard me do i'm sure a thousand times uh where you know you know hey i'm gonna get everybody's uh interested hey let's you know clap for me if you've done x y and z
1: oh i do like that one yeah and
2: it kind of usually it'll get people into it a little bit it'll get people uh, get their energy up and, and get them ready to laugh uh but I got absolutely zero response on it abs- absolutely fucking nothing um and and i in in my defense i you know by the end of the set i I had them they they were laughing along but nice. it was it was just a it was a tough situation to be in and then there was this couple right down front like right center front of the stage who not only didn't laugh at my jokes didn't laugh at, at anybody's jokes they were just they just stone faced So the, glad they got the front table right right stone faced the entire time like <laughs> l- looking at looking at me like make me laugh funny man type of uh, you know like like legitimately oh. they would not be my my audience members anyway for like somebody who would be interested in, in me just because they were definitely like that that they they were a couple Who absolutely met when they were taking like the gender studies class.
1: (laughs) You know, she was into him because he was so evolved. Right, right. Like they definitely had that look. (laughs) And now the only thing he can do is change the light bulb and they have to call a plumber for everything. (laughs) "Ah, Good choice, dumbass. (laughs) Exactly. So
2: they weren't going to like me anyway. And I was okay with that. But what I didn't like (laughs) was the fact that, again, they were right. Center front, like mm-hmm. the, they're the ones I can see the most, and I can hear other people kind of laughing, but there I I couldn't get them for the life of me. And I, I was a little irritated about that, but other than that, it went well. Um, so so Saturday I um I, I basically recovered. I recovered, yeah. I mean, I, I got I got home at like five o'clock. That's a long drive. Yeah, I got home at like four thirty-five o'clock that that morning, and so um actually, so I I got home four thirty-five o'clock. uh Finished the edits for our Saturday episode. Uh, That's right. And then, then you know, push that out, and then slept till two, three o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday, and then basically. So sat- you didn't
1: have that done before you took off. That's so oh.
2: – I'm yeah. I I wanted to. I was I was working on on that and a number of. I've got you know I've just got so many projects going on right now. Uh, That I just I just didn't have time to get that done, unfortunately, before I left. But I I got it pumped out, so it 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 worked, and you could actually hear the the audio. So, uh, (laughs) Um, and then and then yes, I know, right? And then so I did, and so Saturday was kind of a recovery day, and then Sunday I spent uh, writing for the for the video series. So, excellent, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, All right. So, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, So. Uh, I kind of, I kind of deviated a little bit from from what we normally do. I, I got a beer, oh. um, but I I didn't get something from Michigan this week. I got something from <gasps> I know, I know. I'm a I'm a terrible person. But
1: okay, so you called me out earlier when right. I tried to bring in a, a a beer that I liked, and you were like, "Stay on brand," and I was like, "I respect that."
2: Right, but when well, you, you don't, went rogue, what well, you but don't I love understand? Now
1: that, that allows me to do it.
2: Here's the thing, though, David, is that I am uh, a hypocrite, so, <laughs> so and I'm very open about that. I don't care. <laughs> I love it.
1: I love it. Well, it opens the door. I can now introduce one non-Michigan beer. So that's good.
2: That's that's fair. Um, but I got this is from Kentucky. It's a Kentucky Coffee Barrel Ooh. Stout. Uh, is it's from the um, is that a
1: horse on there?
2: That's a horse. Yeah, it's from the Lexington uh, Brewing Company in Lexington, Kentucky.
1: Oh, I thought um, it was Sarah Jessica Parker for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: that's, that's a dumb joke. <laughs> it's yeah, that's, that's good. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, I didn't realize we were still in two thousand three, but uh, that's that's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: that was the last time I look. That was the last time I looked good. Why not? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no, <you're all>
2: good. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's uh, it's an eight percenter. Um, but it, it is a very good Lighter beer. Lighter
1: than what you usually do.
2: I know, I know. I'm I'm trying to cut back on my drink, and I'm I'm not, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it allows me to drink more. So uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's good. It's aged in bourbon barrels. It's uh it's a very good, very good soda. I would I would uh, highly recommend. Uh, so that's what I'm drinking this week. Uh, what what are you drinking uh, this week?
1: That is hopefully on brand for us. So I am drinking a Michigan beer. It is called uh, Will the Way IPA. Uh, okay. Six point seven percent alcohol. It's by Storm Cloud Brewing Company out of Frankenmuth, Michigan. Oh, nice. I don't think we've done this before. It's got the cool, th- straight black top. Look at that.
2: I love it. I love it. So and have we done a taste test? Yeah. Let's let's see how we're tasting. Ooh, Ooh can't crack.
1: <laughs> it smells really hoppy, which is nice. It's a Belgian style IPA. Mm. it's got that citrus tone to it but it's uh yeah it's got a good citrus hard citrus tone to it right at first but not too hoppy it tastes really good good summertime beer
2: yeah oh it does say
1: citrus notes i should have should have (laughs) read (laughs) it damn it (laughs) but no it it tastes really good i it's good ipa i like it excellent choice jesse's is running out though they're running out of michigan beers that i've tried i put Three cases of beer, uh, three six packs of beers back. Oh shit! One was from Ohio, one was from Cincinnati, Ohio. One was from Illinois, and one was from Indiana. So.
2: Okay, okay, all right. Well, now you know. Next week, you can uh, you can do that. Uh, you get a free pass. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, uh, I mean, we spent so much time on our introduction. We're already running up against the clock. Uh, <laughs>
1: that's all right. Let's. That's all right. We'll get let's, into it. Uh, let's we'll keep get it into short it. Short and funny. Absolutely. I think we're funnier when we're up against a deadline.
2: I like it. Let's uh, let's get to the news.
1: Uh, okay, so in the news, I'll, can I hit lead off Yeah. Yeah, yet? absolutely. Okay, because this one came up, and it's getting a lot of traction. So Ellen yeah. is getting blasted. Ellen DeGeneres is getting blasted right. for a toxic work environment. What other celebrities to you that seem nice who are huge J-E-R-Ks?
2: So seem nice but are actually real jerks in person. Here's yeah. the here's the thing about that, David, is that I believe. I mean, I, I think we've seen this a number of times, where um, people who have that very nice, very friendly persona just are not that way off offline or off stage, right, or off off a of mic. Hmm. Um, so, w- which is why I obviously try to be as big of an asshole at all times as possible, so that you know, <laughs> when I when I am off stage and I'm even slightly nice to somebody, you know, like I, I don't completely berate them. Uh, then I then I look like a nice guy, like you know, and people think I'm am a decent person. <laughs> um, no, you know who you know who we haven't heard a lot from recently. Who I think we're probably going to hear some dirt on soon. Uh, Chris D'elia. Uh, you know, I know we haven't heard much from him lately. Uh, <laughs> no, hey, just, he,
1: no, no. he's in hiding,
2: right? Um, no, no, you know who else who I who I think could be a what's his name? Um, Reading Rainbow guy uh i i think oh uh, you know he was always he's got some skeletons he's he's got to man he's he's had a what a 30 40 year career and he's always been one of the nicest guys i mean from the start of his his career um you know with with roots and then reading rainbow which was uh, a great kids show right yeah. uh and then you know when he was in, in star trek as well i mean he's always just been the nicest uh friendliest guy seems to be uh so mm. i think i think uh i think yeah again uh, it, those are always the ones you want to you want to look out for you know is the the ones that seem a little too nice and and there's no way that somebody could be that nice all the time uh, i think i think he's he's my option
1: <laughs> i like it i like that so i'm going to go with jimmy kimmel okay yeah because I, th- I i think he he is obsessed with like how the end product is and do you remember he was on the man show where he oh, was yeah. pretty chauvinistic yeah, for and then sure. he like all of a sudden got clean cut. There, there's got to be some hidden misogynistic things that he's done, like oh, slapping sure. girls on the butt or something that was brand for that show, but would not be brand for what he's doing now.
2: For what he's doing now, right? No, I, I actually I think that's a good, I good uh, choice. I because yeah, I mean I, you're absolutely right because there's, you know that that would be like me getting famous and then hosting the new version of well reading Rainbow. Like it wouldn't, it it wouldn't go well, (laughs) you know, you know, so you're right. I I think that that there's no, there's no way that he doesn't have some skeletons in there somewhere. You're, you're absolutely right about that.
1: Well, just based on that first show. And I know how, like, you know, I I think for me having daughters is the best thing that's ever happened to me because it really makes you relook at how women are treated and, like, I remember watching the Man show, and I was like, oh, here's girls jumping on trampolines. I'm like, what a nice idea. And now I'm right. like, I hope my daughters don't want to be on a show that shows them jumping on a trampoline. And right. That was a brand mean, for them.
2: But that doesn't mean you can't <laughs> watch other people's daughters do that. I mean, that's all, you know. There's- yeah.
1: I don't know. It I'm changes just... you.
2: It changes you. When you become
1: Uncle John to my kids, it'll change you.
2: <laughs>
1: Fast. <I> well <swear.
2: laughs>
1: I, like like I feel <laughs> like I feel like there was a threat. I don't <laughs> <laughs> you will change John. <laughs> no, but I think I think it, it, it opens up your eyes as to how you know a lot of women are mistreated. And uh so oh, you just oh, gotta sure. so I but I also think these people that run shows and like I understand Ellen. Right, she's got a show to run. You right. can't be the boss and you can't be the head of HR either. You have to have right. and this is where I would like to tell everybody, you know, I have a third party uh, third party HR consulting company, <laughs> a five star leadership consulting that can handle all of these needs for you, Ellen. Um, <laughs> right. so well, but here's here's need.
2: the thing here's the thing about that too, is you're absolutely right. On her show, she's the boss, right? She it's it starts and ends with with her. And because of that. Uh, sometimes she's gonna have to do things or or make decisions that are not gonna be popular. That's just the nature of being mm-hmm. the boss. Um, and so I I could also, I'm not uh, discounting you know, what some people have come out and, and said about her uh, or about the way her show is run, but I also think there that there could be some of that where it's like, well, it's not that she's just a complete asshole, it's just that she's the boss and sometimes she has to make unpopular decisions or do or say unpopular things to keep the show running and and but
1: that, they have to be legal well right but <laughs> i'm saying you
2: know, it's it's you know maybe maybe you know people get surprised when they go to work for her and realize guess what it's not all sunshine and rainbows there's you know sometimes unpopular things that have to be done so right i, I don't know, I, I think it could be could be a mix of that as well um,
1: but i think that's why human resources is so important so like wherever there's a ceo there's also a chief human resource officer that right. really helps keep the ceo like hey don't forget this is a law. This could be viewed as these are the risks that you're taking. Right. Be careful. So I think the the job I got into here uh, during the pandemic could be a really popular choice, uh, yeah. considering all these universities get in trouble, right, by not properly reporting things <laughs> and right, right, right. <laughs> bars that get in trouble for racist overtones. Like, I'm available for hire, you guys. Let's do this.
2: I like it. Well, th- I mean th- – on, on the one hand, that's that's great, David. That that you that you want to promote yourself I'm like that. My, yeah, I
1: no, 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 that's great. I should have waited to the socials. Yeah, my,
2: no, <laughs> you're you're fine. My only concern is that you're you're plugging your human resources business while doing a podcast with me, uh, and I I feel like yeah. people people are are gonna listen and and
1: say, well, if you
2: can't even keep him in line, you know. Uh, <laughs>
1: Uh, The people that are going to hire me are not listening to this podcast. All right, let's go to your question. I'm staring at your biceps. Sorry, I had to let the fucking
2: dog out for a second. Um, yeah, we keep this professional. (laughs) Jesus Christ, John! I just thought Um, you were
1: flexing for this next.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, I will though. Um, No, yeah, you're right. Uh, Good call. Uh, So good transition. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this, uh, David. Uh, but you know the the XFL obviously went out of business due to the the COVID nineteen uh, happening. Um, no, just, it was
1: before that. Well, they were
2: they were not doing well, and this was, that was kind of the nail in the coffin, right? Um, they couldn't even pay their coaches. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, I'm not. Look, let me get to the fucking question, will you, Jesus?
1: <laughs> <laughs> before I dissect you,
2: <laughs> my 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 point is. Um, Recently, The, the Rock uh, bought the XFL, The Rock, uh, Dwayne Johnson. Uh, bought them for mm-hmm. about $15 million, which I think is kind of a steal. Um, so my questions are – my question is, well, what do you think he can do? Do you think he has a chance to make it successful? And if so,
1: what do you think it will look like? Oh, I, I, I'm surprised he went in on this, to be honest with you, because The Rock is known as a pretty good business model. So, like, right. we say $15 million is a steal – Professional sports, especially if they haven't been established, are—it's it, a gateway, man. You can pump so much money into it. If it doesn't take off, you get nothing back. Um, it's heavy on the risk for the owners, heavy on the risk for the league. Um, he—he's got a lot of money. Um, this way, he was a professional athlete. Oh no, yeah, did he play? Yeah, he played yeah, he was, professionally in Canada.
2: He played. He was a—he was a football player in college, I think.
1: He played uh, at Miami, and then I do believe right. he played uh, professionally in Canada.
2: Right, and then he had like a before hamstring injury. Yeah, something yeah. happened, and then he wasn't able to play anymore.
1: So if you're going to promote the XFL, and I think the only way to make this successful is to make it like the minor leagues. Okay. But you have to get the NCAA to change the rules like they did with basketball, where they say, hey, you, don't, you can forego college and spend a year in a development league. Because right now, uh, college players uh, for football have to go to college for three years at right. a minimum okay, before they're allowed to jump to the NFL. And so I think if he uses it as a developmental league and they can forego college for his league, that'll work out better for the NFL and it'll, it'll actually work. Because right now, the XFL is a bunch – I, I say this with tongue-in-cheek because they're professional athletes. I sure, am the furthest sure. thing from it. Sure. Um. Well, nobody's but, arguing that, but – Right, but but they're not in their prime, or they, they haven't made the league, so they need to, so they need to set it up as a developmental league, like baseball has Triple A. Sure, and okay. um, he needs to bring in some. It's got to have some. It's got to have something the NFL doesn't have.
2: Well, see, that's so, what that's what I think too. And it, but I think if they're going to bring in something that the NFL doesn't have, especially with his uh you know WWE background, I think they mm. need they need to incorporate that as well. So first of all, everybody has to be in speedos. Um, Ooh! Second of all, I think they need to. You got to the ladies on that one, yeah. Right, absolutely. Um, but <laughs> I, I think <laughs> they, you know, everybody needs to, you know, the the bright colors and 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 uh, the so you know, wrestling type outfits. I think you you need to have wrestling characters. Uh, you know, you, you know, and, and uh, so maybe storylines. Storylines, right? I so I think if they could incorporate that, um, along with you know, along with the concussions and and everything else, I think they're yeah. gonna be they're gonna be fine.
1: Like, if you have a team from Flint and right. then a team from, like, another place that has clean water, and they're just over there with, like, <laughs> drinking water, like, ha, 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 and then Flint beats them. It takes all the water. and they I like, like it. So because they still have not clean water. I, I maybe, <laughs> maybe this can solve two issues. I don't two, know, It's two and one. Right?
2: That the new, that's the new Waterboy sequel. I like it. <laughs> um. <laughs>
0: is better.
2: <laughs> Get Adam Sandler on it; it'll be okay. Uh, no, I, I think, yeah. So I think that's what you gotta. I think that's what you gotta do, man. I think you have to uh, incorporate the the theatricality of of the WWE with uh, the sportsmanship of uh, professional football. Not that WWE doesn't have sportsmanship. Obviously, it, it takes a lot of physical ability. But you understand my, my mm-hmm. point. Um, the actual, I do. yeah. So that that I think could work and um you know plus i, I would love to see somebody like a rick flair just uh you know go for a couple downs i think that would be entertaining oh could he no could he be a head coach
1: and you just mic him up the whole time oh my god can you <laughs> that would be brilliant like have the head coaches of each team be like a manager like that like bobby the brain heenan <laughs> and like the undertaker guy I don't know what his name is um it's, it's third and three woo <laughs> uh, uh dancing. Dancing. You want the Rolex? You want the leather shoes? You gotta get past the lines, baby. <laughs> and actually Ric Flair was a very I don't know why I did that. <laughs> <laughs> Ric Flair was a very good football player. Uh he played on scholarship at University of Minnesota. Go Big Ten, right? Uh, yeah,
2: right. That, that's true. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and there's there's a lot of football players that transition to uh, professional wrestling. So you got Roman Reigns. You got right. Mojo Raleigh who lives right. next door to my aunt Rosie. Yeah.
2: Oh wow. Okay. So. Oh, oh look, we're we're name yeah. dropping now. We're name dropping. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, <laughs> um, I have his phone number in my phone. So.
2: Oh shit. We should get him as a guest on this podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah. How I'll great would it. that be? Okay, that's happening. Let, okay. Let me make a call. Hey, if you guys love wrestling. <laughs> tune Tune in a month from now. we got it (laughs) i like it
2: that's that's fucking brilliant
1: (laughs) all right anyway for my question
2: yeah yeah let's get to the yeah your next question boss
1: all right so dunkin donuts employee arrested after a cop finds mucus in his coffee (laughs) have you ever done something naughty to somebody's food have you ever worked in food service I'm, i'm interested to hear this
2: so, yeah, I mean, first of all, uh, yeah, of course. I mean, I, I jerk off into my coffee every morning. It's the only way I you can take me. it. <laughs> you know, I don't – I mean, I don't need creamer. I, I, just, I just need a little bit, of, little bit of jizz in there, just kind of mix it in. It's, that, it, it works essentially the same as creamer. It's just a little more protein. Uh, Is that what makes you so salty? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I've been told? Right. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm pleasant. <laughs>
2: I'm not. <laughs> okay. Did you eat
1: a lot of pineapple? <laughs> I leave my pineapple no, it's- coffee.
2: <laughs> that's, that's uh. I had that a is not
0: pumpkin spice. <laughs>
1: I had a girlfriend in college who made me eat pineapple. I hope she doesn't listen to this. Oh my god. Well, pineapple fucking I'm works serious.
0: though, dude.
2: I don't. I don't know if you ever. Uh, <laughs> no. The, no, like. I, I'm. am serious, like. I, look, I've I've done studies, right? So, like, I'll, I, like, scientific you know, experiment. Right. Eat pineapple, jerk off, taste it a little bit, see what it tastes like. You try do not you know i i this was probably 5 or 6 years ago i was in my 20s i was drunk a lot um oh my god. <laughs> you know i did it with with that i i did it with uh coffee just to see uh, i did it with with whiskey just to see what that would taste like and yeah i okay, mean this honestly, is more than once <laughs> this is disturbing. Right. well no well no but it was it was a, because you have to have a a study right and i obviously i did the control as well where i just had nothing for a day ate and drank nothing
0: oh my god uh, But
2: water you know and uh, but yeah, pineapple tastes the best, man. Not gonna, not gonna lie. Um, you know, worst tasting, incidentally, uh, is Indian food. Uh, is uh, oh, jeez, believe it or not, that would burn. Yeah. Um. So just, a, just a heads up, just so nobody else has to has to do that. I, I have done the study, and, and pineapple works. Uh, I know it's an urban myth, but it does actually work. <laughs> <laughs> I just, lo- I just so love, I just love that you could that, that- validate that study. One of my favorite things uh, about this podcast is, yeah, and nobody else can see this because it's all audio, but w- when, I, when I tell a more outrageous joke or a story from my life, and, and I just get to watch David's reaction, just that look of horror of like, I can't believe you actually did that or actually said that. But, <laughs> you know, and I, yeah, I just watch the, watch the increasing horror on your face. It's, it, it, warms oh the, it warms the cockles of my heart. It really does. <laughs> I love it. Let's head to your second question. <laughs> okay. we. Pro- <laughs> well, we, we we never got to – I never got an answer from you, David. Have you ever uh, jizzed oh, anybody's drinks or uh, spit no. anybody's – no? No, I'm the good side of
1: things. <laughs> and I actually – no. So I did work in food service. There were opportunities. Sure. But, like, I, I'm a firm believer in karma. So if I did, yep. like – so I'm super nice to wait staff. I'm super understanding in the drive-through. I'm always using my pleas right. and thank yous. I don't want like a super troopers moment to happen where they're like, oh, it's for a cop. And then they're like, <laughs> what are you going to spin in it now? And like, uh, hold the spit. <laughs> like, um, I'm always afraid funny. like something bad. So I think in karma, right. right, if you're a good person and treat people, I'm sure I've had it happen to me, but I have never never done it, done anybody it to else. anybody else. Nope.
2: Well, how nice for you. No, I've never done it to anybody else, but I, I have, you know, you have to <laughs> but try I've done it to myself.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> you're such a self-saboteur. Oh, it's that's sa- no, you, got, it's, you. No, it's dude, because you've got to come up with a joke like that on stage. Because that's it's, hilarious. Here's the thing. It's because I'm a giver. Okay.
2: And, and I want to know, like, if I'm going to ask a girl to blow me. Then I then I need to know what she, you know what what she's going through, and I and I want her and I want to be able to empathize with her position. So I need to know what is the best option for her, and based
1: on my uh, you know double blind study, <laughs> don't make this sound make you sound better than what like all's <laughs> my ex girlfriend had to be like was like hey dude eat pineapple. I'm like done. Like okay, scientific yeah, I mean- enough. <laughs>
2: Okay, sure. Yeah, sure. I just wanted to taste jizz, but that's not the point, David. The point. <laughs> the point is, I I wanted to taste jizz to see what it would what it actually tastes like without actually having to suck a cock and be gay. So that was <laughs> that was the only other option I had. You
1: know, did you think women have been spitting and lying all this time? <laughs> well, I didn't know. Like I didn't. I you know I had to I
2: had to find out for myself. And and it turns out, as it turns out. Uh, i was correct
1: <laughs> so <laughs>
0: oh my gosh
1: dang dude please turn that into a joke cuz oh, this yeah. was so funny <laughs> oh my gosh that's coming to a mic that- near you ladies and gentlemen
2: <laughs> i'll turn that into a bit at some point yeah <laughs> i do need to start writing more so that's there we go
1: <laughs> this is how we keep the creative juices flowing right this is this is the way to do it man literally it's- Literally. (laughs) All right.
2: I feel like we should move on before I self incriminate anymore.
1: Uh, (laughs) You can kiss that reading rainbow jab goodbye.
0: (laughs) How does it taste after Skittles? Oh my God.
2: Oh my God! Okay, we gotta, right, we, stop. gotta, gotta, we, gotta <laughs> we gotta oh, move on. We
1: gotta move on. Oh
2: fuck! A right. tangent, though. That's a <laughs> yes. that's a
1: solid tangent. That's a solid
2: tangent. All right, let's uh, let's move on. Oh Jesus God. Christ! Um, God, I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so I don't know if you saw, but <laughs> uh, this is gonna be a terrible transition. But uh, the last this last weekend was the anniversary of Jimi Hendrix's death. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, great. Transition. I didn't know that. Yeah. No, it was. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, yeah. It's been what thirty uh, some years now, almost forty some years. I think close to it. He died young, right? Like 27? Was twenty seven. He Yeah. Twenty. Yeah. He was the six sort of or twenty seven. Part of the twenty seven club. Um, okay. But anyway, there there is with any, especially young deaths like that. There's a conspiracy that his death was not accidental. That that somebody may have um, purposefully overdosed him, or that it could have been. Um, you know some sort of you know some dispute with his manager or, or uh, even mm-hmm. the government being involved in, because his music was was controversial to the government anyway um, mm-hmm. so my question is uh, between his death uh, the death of uh, John F Kennedy and the death of Jeffrey Epstein, whose death do you think is most likely to have been a conspiracy or part of a cover-up
1: so I think Jimi Hendrix, uh, may he rest, may he rest in peace. Um, right. He was actually an airborne paratrooper, like I am, which is kind of cool. Right. And um, so I, I, I think honestly, like there's so many people around him. Like he played Woodstock. He actually did the national anthem at the '69 Woodstock yeah. during a very unpopular time when the anthem wasn't really like. uh, I guess kind of like now, right? (laughs) right. Um, Where, where was not like that time? It's during the Vietnam war. And so not a lot of people were into it, but he was a veteran. And so he played it and he played the hell out of it. And like, so I don't think the government was in on it. I think probably it was a dispute with his manager over money because money is the root of all problems for these folks. Sure, sure, Um, Sure. So uh, with JFK and Epstein, like they're both really polarizing. So I would say th- I would say that Epstein was more covered up because he right. had a list of people, very powerful people, um, right. that he could have exposed. JFK was the most powerful person at that's that time, true. right? You're the president of the United States, right? Well, I, th- I, th- but, I think I mean both <clears throat> both need a significant amount of cover up.
2: Yeah, um, that's, that's true. But,
1: but man, that's tough. That's a that's a toss up, man. That's that's crazy.
2: I see. I for me, I I think all three may have been a cover up, and I think the government may have been involved in all three. And let let me go through this real. Really. Quick. Because um, first of all, Jimi Hendrix was um, again a phenomenal phenomenal player, and a, you know again, as you said, he was a veteran as well. And um, but be, mm-hmm. but. Because of the kind of music that he played, he was kind of open about the fact that he was on, you know, doing a lot of drugs and very, very much into the, the, you know, open love culture, open drug culture of the, of the late '60s uh, and early '70s, right? Kind of that, that yeah. movement. Um, and you have to keep in mind this is this is when people like, uh, you know, uh, Hoover and, and such were still in power. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you know people who wanted to keep the status, excuse me, keep the status quo. As, as much as they possibly could, you know. So so I wouldn't be surprised if you know he being a, a big, you know, one of the most prominent figures of, of the counterculture movement at that time, would have been taken out as, as a way to kind of cut the head off the snake, as it were. Um, hmm. you know, so I, I don't know. I I could be wrong, but I I I, I, I think know, there... he
1: wasn't the head of that movement though. Like he no, wasn't no, as he popular wasn't. as Janis Joplin or who also um, who
2: also he... died young.
1: True. But right. I just I I don't think the government really cared about I, I mean they, they cared I about the war in Vietnam. I, I, I don't think that was a focus. So I, I, I don't think he was a government cover up. And I'll <laughs> say to this day that JFK was assassinated by the uh Roman Catholic Church. I and you know, I'm probably I, gonna die for saying that. So <laughs>
2: <laughs> No, I but I do think you I, I agree with you there as well. I, I think um and again I, I don't know if the government was necessarily involved with, with um J F K, but I, I think um certainly uh, either the catholic church or the mob the mafia was was involved mm. uh you know because he certainly had those connections as well and and let's be honest he, you know he he was kind of running on a a campaign of of cleaning up a lot of that uh you know the, right. the mob, that organized crime right so they had definitely incentive to to get rid of him um and then in terms of of epstein again i i i don't know how far the government was involved but i, I definitely believe that very powerful Ooh. people uh, who are connected to the government certainly have been involved. I I'm not going to say it was, it was the, the Eugene, sure. you know or anything like that, but I, I think that he had <laughs> <coughs> right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I do think there were that he had, hadn't has enough powerful enemies that that didn't want him around. There's been talk that he may have been a, a spook himself, you know, a CIA operative. Um, Epstein. Yeah, w- because nobody really knows where he got all his money. You, you know the that and that's that's just one sign of hey who knows maybe he was um look, look i i don't want to like turn this into like an alex jones mm. episode but
1: um <laughs> hold on let me go get a shirt and tie and start yelling <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. but i'm i'm just saying i i think there there's a lot in each of those stories that uh, each of those scenarios rather that that we're not being told about uh so i i think there's there's something there i don't know what it is uh but i think there's something there so uh, again if 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 i'm wrong about that uh then you know so be it. Please don't assassinate me. Um, but
1: I have life insurance and two young children.
2: <laughs> you do. I have nothing to live for. So I guess for me, it's fine. Um, you have m- many children you haven't met yet. So that's, that's, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> let's, we, got, we got, I think we got time to, to run the last couple of questions here, David. Um,
1: yeah, let's run the last ones. Yeah. Go so forward. I'll go with mine. Mm-hmm. What? So we might get some more government money. And actually, when I wrote this, I thought we were going to already have it by now, but it's still being debated at the high levels of our super fast-acting government. Um, Super efficient, yeah. (laughs) Super duper efficient. So if we do get more money, if we do get another stimulus check other than our empty bottles at home, what are you going to spend that money on, huh?
2: Oh, my God. So... (laughs) Here's the, here's the thing I, I I don't like if it was a good chunk of money like if it was uh, like lottery type money you know what I mean a million dollars or whatever it's something not going to be that right then I'd say then I I could I could do something outrageous <laughs> with it you know I I could buy a you know buy a fucking mansion or you know blow it all on on hookers and blow as we've talked about before uh, or you know just different things of but with you know twelve hundred dollars fifteen hundred dollars that's I mean that's Nice, I'll I'll take it. I'm not gonna say no to a free fifteen hundred dollars. Uh but that's going towards rent, although um and I don't want to get into specifics, uh, but you know that I have a very large purchase uh coming up uh that yes. that I have to and, and we can we can get into this uh, probably in about two weeks, we can actually talk about this uh you know, when when things have been uh revealed. Um,
1: John's doing a second (laughs) semen study. He has to pay volunteers. He's going to go all the way on the semen study. You guys,
2: (laughs) no, I I do have a a rather large purchase coming up that, that is going to cost me a good chunk of change, probably close Mm. to around that, that 12 or $1,500. So, um, that that being said, I think that's what I would use it for. Um, and uh, Ooh, we'll, we'll talk about that in. Uh, so I'm going to use this as like a teaser so that people uh, tune in in the next couple of weeks. Uh, that's brilliant. That's Yeah, always thinking ahead, my friend. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about that in a couple of weeks. But I do have a very large purchase coming up uh, that uh, that I'm very excited about, uh,
1: but I, I can't quite talk about just yet. There you go. So what so are you? I ones? haven't. Yeah, so thank you. Yeah, um, I haven't treated myself in a long time yet. Yeah, and so with this twelve hundred dollars, I'm actually going to earmark it and take John to the strip club when it opens back up.
2: Oh, baby, see that's see that's what I'm talking about. That is a true friend. That is a true friend because I can. Plus i can two sided. I like seeing naked chicks. So right, cool. and and plus it, it's a great place to cl- uh, collect my semen samples. So.
1: <laughs> um two for one, two, for, two one. for one. It's a two for one. It's it's
2: perfect. I love it. Yes, mm, this no taste like probably
1: butter. <laughs> what shot is this? Oh it's a salty <laughs> shot. <laughs> no, I, I mine mine will go straight into savings. I'm no I'm no big spender. It would go straight to savings for a rainy day, but
2: God, we're kind of boring, that's aren't it.
1: we? Uh, (laughs) I know it's just, when you get to this age, it's like, what could you spend it on? And so I already blew a good chunk of change when I was 23 years old and I got a large sum from the army and I bought a motorcycle without ever having ridden a motorcycle. (laughs) You know how dumb that is? Oh, that's fantastic. (laughs) You know how flipping (laughs) dumb it is to buy a $20,000 motorcycle when you've never ridden one. Not once. Yeah,
2: that's, that's, a, that's a solid point. Um, And we're in Michigan, too, so really thought that went through. Uh, you can use that three months out of the year. you know? Oh, no, uh, here's the
1: fun part. I was in Korea.
2: Oh, shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was in Korea when I bought it, picked it up in Savannah, Georgia, got deployed, <laughs> and then moved to Michigan. It had, like, oh, 3,000 miles on it by the time I sold it after getting into an accident because I – they
2: had no idea. Well, yeah. like, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but now go buy a twenty thousand dollar well, no, motorcycle because awesome, you're David. an idiot. <laughs> I'm just, you know,
2: I'm just glad that you were able to ride it without it, you know, tipping over top heavy. So um <laughs> okay.
1: yeah. oh guess guess what? Guess what, Harley Davidson, I got. You're gonna love this. They, okay. It's ironic as I'll get out. You okay. ready? Yeah. It's the fat boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it, it's a beautiful
0: bike,
2: right? <laughs> it is a gorgeous bike. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie about that. Oh, it's funny. Oh man, that's good. <laughs> All right, sorry. I right. know you're good. Uh, I think we got time for for one more. Uh do, yeah, last we got one, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. um So, here's my question. Now you may have seen this. Um, multiple mm-hmm. people, multiple uh federal and and state officials, including uh, uh, Louis Gomert from from Texas and, and a a uh, state official from here in Michigan as well, a state senator, I can't remember the guy's name, uh, very much anti-mask. Me <laughs> right, you, know, you can't make me wear a mask. You can't, the uh, beard's getting me already. It's against my rights. Right, it's against my rights. You can't make me wear a mask. You can't, it's a conspiracy. But anyway, all of these people now are sh- starting to come down with the COVID. You know, it's like, obviously <laughs> it's going to happen, right? So my question is, yeah. David, my question is, David, if, you are one of these anti-mask, conspiratorial-minded type people who you – are you not going to make me wear a mask? It's against my rights. It's an infringement on my freedom, yada, yada, yada. If you get COVID, number one, um, how, how much uh, assistance should you be allowed? How much it does uh, – responsibility does the government have towards you now that we you know based on everything we already know and what you should know already number two if you get someone else sick then and let's say god forbid that person gets sick or even dies um Mm. should you be held responsible uh for their sickness or and or
1: death and if so what would be the the penalties we need to get lawyers on this show oh Um, no absolutely So, uh, the first part of that one is, um, the only people that should not be wearing a mask are those that have a medical exemption, right? And, right. And those which are is so done by a medical professional. Few and, between. Right. uh, you're, you're hundred percent correct. So we're going through that right now, actually, um, with, with a couple of places that I contract at. Sure. um, but like, uh, so you need a doctor to say that it's, it's really, really detrimental to your health. Right. To wear a mask. But the, if a doctor does say that, they're most likely going to ask you to stay at home, go on a right. short-term layoff, or something like that. So I think that these people who are out there are like, it's against my rights. I don't like it. Eee! Singing Dixie, whatever the hell they're doing, right? <laughs> right. Um, so I feel like I, – I, I, I feel in my heart of hearts that if you contract this because you were negligent, right? You were negligent. Right. You get your treatment because you should get your treatment. You're a government official. You, you have health care. But then I think you should be quarantined without pay. I 100% I so agree. You hit them in the pocketbook. I mean, they're going to get some right-winger money to freaking back, backfill that anyway. But right. th- that's not what matters, right? you you got you to gotta set a precedent. And you say, listen, if you're going to be careless and right. you're a government official, we can turn off the faucet and take that pay away. And again, it's not a lot of pay, but it's the principle, I think, behind it. And absolutely, the other part of your thing is are they committing a crime? Should they be held accountable? <sighs> so it's very hard to tell whether or not they had mens rea, right? Sure. Uh, which is the mental capability of, of trying to commit a crime. Sure. Um, so, like if somebody is HIV positive and they go and they know they're HIV positive and they go sleep with a bunch of people without protection, right. that's a crime. Right. Um, because they're knowingly committing a crime. You can't prove if they knew they had COVID, they were going out and trying to spread it. So um yeah, I, I say suspend their pay, um, expose them for who they are, and then expose the companies that put into their pocketbooks to cover it up too, because these people are dangerous to society. All you gotta do is wear a mask. Like it's not it that helps fucking you. Difficult. It helps it's right. not hard. I wear one, right. I wear one at work. Um pff.
2: Dude, did I tell you I, I don't know if I told. You. I got it, I got into it with a lady at uh at Meyer the other day. Um mm. like not e- not even on purpose. Like she was just so I was I was in line, right? I obviously have my mask on. I was in line at the at the checkout. And the the person in front of me who was in front of me stopped. So I stopped obviously as well and and, mm-hmm. and stopped. Short, cause you want to keep even with a mask, you want to be Keep your six-foot distance. I mean it may be overkill. Who knows? But let's, let's just play it safe. It's not, it's not a fear mm-hmm. thing. It's just let's fucking play it safe, right? Um, so I stop, and the lady behind me basically, essentially runs into me. And so uh, she – I mean she, <laughs> she, she stopped just short, but I hear her. And so I, I turn around, not, not being a dick about her. I just, I just turn around just to see what's going on, right? And she just looks. She looks at me, and the first thing she says is, "What? Is there a problem?" And so I said, "No, no problem. Just trying to, you know, keep keep distance and that sort of thing." So she she starts uh, starts grumbling. Rah, 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 rah. So I just I just so, <laughs> so I wasn't I wasn't gonna like I don't want to be uh, confrontational. I don't want to just get a you know I don't want to be on you know world star or any of that shit. So I just said, oh, uh, "Yeah, you know, I didn't."
1: <laughs> you don't want to her? be videotaped, like right.
2: So she starts grumbling. And I, so I just, I just said, well, you seem pleasant. And I turned around <laughs> and, and, and got – so we, we get to the, the checkout notes, the self-checkouts, right? So I, I go to the, one of the self-checkout uh, uh, aisles or one of the, the lanes, right, and it's not working. So I turn around to see if I can find one that's, not, that's, that's working, and the only other one that's available – is the one that's right next to this lady. <laughs> so mm. so she she and I have already had a little bit of a, a tiff, right? So I, I I go to the thing, I only had a couple items, so I check out, I check out quicker than she does because uh, I only had a couple items and also I'm-
1: Because you're not a boomer.
2: I'm not a boomer, right. <laughs> um, so I do my thing and then as I'm leaving, I just turn to her and I say, I hope you have a nice day. <laughs> and, you know, just- Very I nice mean, of Just you. trying to kill her with kindness a little bit, right? Now, I, I was being a little bit of a dick, but I was being a dick with kindness, and I, so I think that's okay. Uh, that's the acceptable kind, right? Yeah. Right. So I, I walk out, and then as I'm getting into my car, she comes out, and she just starts immediately just double birds me the entire time, and I just fucking laugh. What? Yeah, I just laughed in her face, man. Because what am I gonna do? Like, I I don't I don't care. You're not gonna. I. Whatever, it's you're not bothering me, but I'm also gonna make fun of you and I'm gonna laugh in your face and make fun of you on my podcast. She double fucking, birdied you, you're a fucking moron. Yeah, she double birded me as I'm getting in my car. I'm like, well, fine, fuck you too. I don't give a shit, but yeah, so that was my experience anyway. <laughs> back, I love it. Rant over, uh, back to the question at hand. Um, right, yeah, I, I again, I, I think I think you hit the nail on on the head. Um, you know, I, I think if, if somebody contracts it with everything that we know now now if if you are are following all the protocols you're you know it's, it's still possible to contract, contract it although there's a, less of a chance true but but if you get contracted if you contract it through no fault of your own you know something happened whatever the case may be somebody somebody in your immediate family costs on you accidentally or whatever the case maybe who knows right you contracted accidentally that's right. that's one thing if you're taking all normal um all normal precautions, right? All all those sorts of things. If, however, again, like you said, you're not uh, practicing social distancing, you're you're going to the bar, not wearing a mask. If you're not you know, doing these different things, and again, not to say you can't go to the bar. I I do, but I wear a mask obviously. But so do I. Yeah. Right. But if you're not doing these sorts of things, and you contract it, then. I'm sorry. Fuck you. You know what it's you. You know what you're supposed to be doing, and you didn't do it. Um, you know that's that's where Darwin can take over at that point. And uh, best of luck to you. Go fuck yourself. I don't care. I mean, I'm I'm sorry to your family if you die, but
1: it's not my problem. Uh, And here's the thing: these these businesses need to stop serving these people that come in because I I've seen it over the weekend. Sure, police can't be everywhere, right? So let's police our own. Like, hey, dick shit, like. Get the hell right. out of here with your no mask right. wearing. I actually called somebody out uh, the other day at a bar. Um, yeah. I was at a bar. I was sitting in my seat. He walked up and he went to the bathroom. I'm like, hey, put your mask on. Right. And the and the bar, and the uh, the ladies were like, that was very nice of you because we have to tell people that all the time. I go, then stop serving them.
2: Right. Right. Absolutely. You stop I- serving
1: <clears throat> them. They will not do that.
2: <laughs> but it, it, that. I mean, you're 100% correct. And, and I, I think you and I have – an advantage in that sense that, especially as as guys, uh, we yeah. we you know and I, and I I hate to say it but as men we have uh, you know I don't want to say we have more of an authoritative stance but pe- for for better or worse people are are more willing to listen when we say hey dipshit put on a fucking mask you know. Um and again, not that it should be it that sounds way.
1: like the dad that used to beat him. That's right,
2: <laughs> exactly. Not that again, not that it should be <laughs> that way, but but it, it is that you know, we do have that. <laughs> You're right. Uh, we he did look that. at
1: me weird when I took off my belt, and I was like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> "Go pick a switch." <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's old school. Yeah, I love you know,
2: that's it. what you know. When I when I <clears throat> when I go to the bar and and bring my drill and a paddle, you know.
1: Uh <laughs> <laughs> the board so my grandpa had it, it was called the Board of Education. And it had <laughs> holes drilled in it. Do you know I had holes drilled in it? Yeah, they
2: say it makes it aer- more aerodynamic. That's what they <laughs> Yeah, so the air goes through the holes and right. you get the hole, bam! Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Then it's it's even better because then you then if you somebody sees it at school, you go, Oh no, I just I got bit by a wasp, you know. <laughs> you know <it's laughs> These fucking... little tiny belts <laughs> like right. oh, I
1: stepped on a I stepped on a yellow jacket <laughs> nest. Oh. Exactly, you know? Oh
0: that's oh, that's, that's I know what
1: you were coached to say to the cops when <laughs> <laughs> no school counselor. I stepped on a wasp nest.
2: Uh-huh. Oh, that's good. I'm glad, I'm glad we can bring this bring this up now. I don't have to go through therapy. We can just talk about it on the podcast. Uh <laughs> a copay. you're welcome. <laughs> Oh, All funny. right. Are you ready All to right. head
1: into our final jokes?
2: I think I am. Yeah, we're we are crunching up against time. So um You said yep. you had a doozy today. I cannot wait for it. I i do. This this one might get me in trouble. Do you want do you want to go first or do you want me to I'll do it. Alright, I'll do it. I'll I'll go off. First. I want I I want you to do it. I want you to do it. This this one might get me in a, a little trouble, but
1: that makes um, me giddy. I love it. Let's do it. But
2: let's let's <laughs> let's see what happens. Uh so um As as I mentioned last Friday, I had that show in Akron. Again, it went well towards towards the end. I got the crowd, but at at the very beginning, I was just not doing well. I was I was bombing, and I had that thought on stage. You know, this is tough. I'm definitely bombing. Like, I was bombing so hard that for a second, I thought I was in a fireworks factory in Beirut. yeah i told you I <laughs> oh yeah i told you
1: <laughs> wow
2: yeah <laughs> oh boy <A> big bomb. <laughs> yeah. anyway uh so <laughs> we'll see if that one gets me canceled but uh <laughs> This Again, be, I, I, this I,
1: episode I, may be the one to do it.
2: <laughs> I love that. I love watching that reaction. As I, <laughs>
1: wow. Horrifying. I yeah. love that. We should just put the reaction on the teaser and right. then put like, what did John say? And I'm like, <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> no uh, vocals, just right. what did John say in my reaction? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my oh, gosh, love that's, it. okay, but, okay, so, hearts out to those folks, right? Right, absolutely. Um, <laughs> no, no, it, it's, you're, it's, it's, you're in our thoughts and prayers, right?
2: Ab, that's absolutely, right. It's, um, it's not to make light of the situation at all, but it's, but, that, but it's, that, it's a, it's that, a dark situation, a it's that's a dark a situation, joke. so of course I have to, to make a joke about it, try to make, bring some, some light to it if I can, you know. For sure. That's, that's all I'm trying to do, it's, it's a joke, obviously, so don't cancel me, but also if you do, i give a shit, Damn, so. Dude.
1: I, sh- I should have gone first because that was a
2: good one. I told you I had a doozy this week, baby.
1: <laughs> damn it. I, I should have taken the option because mine's new and I'm working on it. That's
2: all right. What, what you got, buddy? What you got?
1: All right. So, whew, all right. So I saw a Facebook post the other day and it right. said, what would the advice be that you would give to your 17-year-old self? Right. And I was like, that's damn, that's a, that's a fair question. And, um, because my dad screwed up the birds and the bees conversation with me, I would tell my 17 year old sex, uh, self not to say, (laughs) not to say no to sex. Right. Right. Like sex talk. Like I could tell the sex talk of my dad was like something my mom made him do. So he came into my room and he was like, uh, tell your mom, we had this conversation, but, uh, just you're not supposed to have sex ever. (laughs) <laughs> like, there's not condoms. There's not this. He basically, he was like, "If you have sex, your dick will fall off." And I was like, "Dude, was it, like, that sucks, man." At
2: least you got that, though. I mean, seriously. I get, <laughs> I, mean, I I remember distinctly there was uh, my dad and I never had the talk. I remember there was this. I was like probably 12 years old. Yeah, it was. I was about 12 years old, and my dad and I were were in the car, and it was. He wanted to have the talk, and so and so he he opens up with john I, I think we need to to talk about masturbation and i <laughs> i'm 12 i've already been doing that but i got to play dumb right so i said well what you know what's what's that what, what's that right <laughs> and his response was you know what never mind you're probably too young for this <laughs> and that was, <laughs> that was the end that was yeah, the end that was the only you know how dumb oh, go ahead <laughs> well and the only other time is when i, I and i've talked about this on stage before I, my mother caught me masturbating. She tells my father, oh my and the, the extent of the conversation at that point that my father and I had was he, he gave me a book, tossed it at me, basically, he says, Here, read this, let me know if you have any questions. And that was it. Like, yeah, dad, I got a question. First of all, what the fuck? You know, like, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's it. But that's, and, and I mean, I, I'm not going to do the, the whole bit here. That's not what, he, what we're here to do, is, is bits. But, um, but yeah that it said that is a true story that is essentially was the sex talk was my dad gave me a, a book to to read by some conservative christian author who would never endorse sex in their life you know
1: right and and go uh, oh, go ahead
2: and I'm just saying, you know, certainly, obviously, that has not had uh, any consequences, as we can uh, already see from today's conversation. Uh, <laughs> <you> know,
1: but, <laughs> <laughs> but at least you weren't given some false prophecy. So do you know how dumb I sounded on the first prompt that I ever went to? And she was like, I want to have sex. I'm like, I don't want my penis to fall off. Like <laughs> She's like, I don't <laughs> know. Like, I don't think that happens. I'm like, no, my dad said. (laughs) She's like, you're the third kid. Obviously, it doesn't fall off. And I'm like, oh. Wait a second. Oh, That's funny. That's funny. No, I like that.
2: That's got legs. That's good. I like that.
1: (laughs) I like the ending part at the prom one. Yeah, yeah, that's good.
2: That's funny. funny. I like it.
1: (laughs) We'll try it on stage and I can eat eat crap on stage boys.
2: that's all right that's all right so hey but we uh, did it we did it and get, do you know what we did we did an entire fucking episode an entire hour without talking politics do you know how fucking happy that makes me holy there shit There no
1: Hulk moments no, no Hulk, Hulk moments,
2: moments. I, I got a little hooked up about the mask stuff but that's not even politics that's just common fucking sense
1: that's so just,
2: yeah boom. nailed it regardless I'm very proud of us. I'm very. Let's see if we can do that again next week. We probably won't, but I'm going to give it a shot. Uh, tune in to find out. Tune in to find out. Uh, so uh, yeah, let's before we get the fuck out of here, let's run socials, man. Uh, what do you got? Yeah,
1: so I changed. I changed up my socials um, to oh, nice. be more aligned with my brand. Yeah. So on Twitter, I am CGM Comedy, which is Chubby Guy Mafia Comedy. Nice. Also CGM Underscore Comedy at. Um, What's that? Instagram. Instagram? <laughs> and just still, still David Steves on Facebook. I can't figure <laughs> that one out yet. Uh, my boomer life took over. So I'll walk um, you if <laughs> you're listening to this today, I'll be heading up to Parrot's Lounge, The Dirty Bird, with a different set that I had from the last time. So I'm excited for that. And that's really all I got on the rest of the week until uh, the week after. but We'll plug that on other shows. John, give us nice. yours.
2: Uh, so I'm at the John Batch on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, you can always uh, follow me on. Uh, Pornhub as well at user slash the dirtiest dish. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I uh, don't have any uh shows coming up. I will be at uh Parrots um in two weeks um on the, th- the 13th. Okay. Um, I will also be at the uh Salsa doing their mic on the 27th. Uh, I don't have a lot of uh, good for you. Uh, so mostly mostly mics this month, no no major shows. I am kind of taking a, a little break from from that, you know, from. Even mics really in in August just to kind of get my bearings again, but uh, still doing the podcast and and other, um, you know, uh, content as well just not as much uh, in person stand up. Um, So that's, that's what I've got uh, going on. Um, And then yeah. Uh, on the 18th uh i know you i'll I'll, fuck it, I'll promote it now anyway on the 18th uh i'll be at jb's whiskey with uh with david um and uh that's gonna be a good one you're not gonna want to miss that so uh, exactly stack lineup there is a stack lineup and uh there's uh there's a little surprise on there too that uh a uh, little surprise guest that i think people are gonna enjoy so, um, so come on
1: out check it out john's closing yeah. the show
2: it's gonna be a good night um That is is it for me, Uh, David. Thank you once again for for, uh, joining me. This has been a fucking blast, as always. Uh, As always, so much. As always, uh, this has been Good versus Evil, a comic discussion of the end times. As always, I'm the good side of things, David Steves. and uh, I am the come queen, John Batch. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy the rest (laughs) of your day.
1: Uh, Toodles, bitches.